Welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests where we talk about all the characters we, we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a dreaming Rick. Hi, I'm dreamy. Oh, dreamy or dreamy? Because I'm dreaming. Both. I'm both. Dreaming, yeah, yeah, just, just both. You're just really tired and just, oh, hunk. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me vote for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're talking about just a like, like if there's like a like a character concept of the Savage Land where good stories go to die, it's the Celestials. So we're talking about the Dreaming Celestials. You could you could start a story in the Savage Land. You don't end it in the Savage Land. You could start it, don't end it. Like the, the Dreaming Celestials. Dream, no dreaming celestial. The dreaming celestial. Is, the one. Yeah, this. Yeah, this is just. It's real dreaming. It's just it's all tired. We're talking. We're talking celestial, like the the Jack Kirby celestial, right? Yeah. Yeah. A big thing. It does a thing. You know. It does things. But big. You know. Also, I, I, there's only one interesting celestial. And I'm gonna say it right now. I'm, I'm gonna go on blast. There's only one interesting one, and that's Numinous. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to, I agree for the most part. Do, do you know who Numinous is? If I'm remembering correctly, hmm? I actually no. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of the of the of the dead one that no. the Guardians fights. Nope, I, no. nope. That's not. I'm not thinking no. of the one. The 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 Numinous <clears throat> is a character that John Bogdanoff created for Power Pack, a Celestial, that he based on Whoopi Goldberg. Oh. That, that that one's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. <laughs> yeah. But we're not talking so, about that one. We're talking about this one. Cover Peace Theater. Oh man, I was right with that Jack Kirby one. I <laughs> Yep. So speaking of something I also don't care about, the Eternals, which <laughs> which is where uh this first showed up. So, The Eternals, uh, issue number seven, January 1977, the fourth host. And uh, there is, uh, as, as you heard the intro, there is Cover Piece Theater. So, do you want to be, uh, I don't know who that Eternal is, I'm going to be honest. I don't know who that is. They, little, they look weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but the cover is, you have an Eternal, they're just like, you know, kind of stooping down, you know, hanging out on a ziggurat. There's a bunch of normal people. When gods walk the earth, the Eternals. Yep, when gods walk, because they're too, too much, of, just too weak to just teleport wherever they want because it hurts their tummies. And and we've got somebody that's that's standing on this Kirby machine, and he's he's yelling out, "Come back! You can't escape the space god!" And you've got some people that are running away, and one of them says. We thought it was a legend, but but that thing is alive. It's alive, and that is the actual voices that they wanted to use. Yep, it's it's like it's. I would say like it's. I think it would be a good panel, 
and a comic, like it'd be a good panel, like a representative oh, oh, panel, oh, oh, I think. Oh, oh. Uh, but t- as a cover, no. Uh, the the Celestial, for those of you keeping score at home, that would be Tefrol the Surveyor. Yeah, because that matters a lot. It does. It does. It it doesn't. No, no. I think the guy. I think know, the guy that was screaming that was Ajax. Yeah, that was Ajax. Okay. Oh yeah. See, I don't. I'm just like I my my um extreme apathy slash hatred for them like goes so far that I just forget what all of them look like at a regular basis. Oh, I'm just clicking on the characters that on this page that you sent me. Exactly. Oh, okay. Well, you're cheating. <laughs> see, I was I was just like I see. I looked the name of Ajax and be like, wow, that's an eternal. And then I just I, I I'm sorry. Whenever I say Ajax, I'm like, oh, that's the cleaner, right? The Ajax cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> well. No, and it's I think, but like the cover, like it's a well drawn cover, but like I don't think I would buy the book. I feels like you remember, like like you probably had this experience when you get the Sunday paper and you got the Prince Valiant, yeah, thing. It feels like you're reading something that you're supposed to have like fifty years of backstory. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like you you look at those things you're like this looks really cool. I can't even start reading it because I don't have enough backstory, and this is like one panel that's in here. So yeah. 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 And like and like normally when it's something like that, like let's say let's say it was uh now I'm blanking on book. Let Moon Knight. Sure. Moon Knight. Like I I like I looked at a Moon Knight thing when I was younger. I'm just like, I don't know what this is, but I like this. And um, you know, I decided to read more Moon Knight off of it because I'm just like, wow, when this is just like this is the Prince Valiant version of that where I'm just like, no, I'm not gonna read it. Like <laughs> it seems like too much work. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm willing to put in the night. I'm really I'm willing to put in the night. I'm willing to put in the work for Moon Knight. You know, I'm willing to put in that work. But but not for not for this. Not for this. But let's talk about the dreaming means- celestial. Yeah, it's it looks like a celestial. Wow, it's a big it's a big guy. Wow, it's big. Its face is covered. It's a big purple dude, probably because it was this was probably around the time where Kirby was drawing mostly big purple and green dudes. Right. I probably probably um a little bit before he left. By the way, you could tell when Jack was Jack Kirby was getting uh, tired uh, of stuff because he drew a lot of really big green and purple people. Yeah. with no faces. Um, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the Dreaming Celestial, he was also known as the Great Renegade, uh, is a member of the enigmatic, virtually all powerful extraterrestrial race known as the Celestials, who had <sighs> conducted. I can't keep that up. I don't. No. No, I can't. Like, it's the same thing for all of these Celestials. Basically, what they do is they, they do genetic experiments, they seed like an Earth planet, they wait like. I forget the time span. I think it's like a thousand years or something like that. I don't know. It's and, and, some... they, and they all have their all of the little jobs that they do, and they all, you know, determine whether or not this was a good experiment or not, or they all kind of participate in their own ways in it. And yeah, it's it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of of as a person who loves comic book bullshit. I love comic book bullshit. And this is I love all it. comic book bullshit. This is this is all comic book bullshit. This is the this is the stuff that I'm just like, yeah, I know why you don't read comics when someone's just like, well, there's a lot of stuff you have to do to understand. And don't don't get me wrong, I understand a lot of stuff. I can tell you like four of Kang's timelines off mm-hmm. the top of my head. Like I know it. 
But this, you, there's a special but, type of there's a special type of person, there's a special type of enjoyment that you have to have to get into the cosmic stuff because, at least with a lot of the Marvel bullshit, you can actually go through and find something that you can attach to as a human. You're like, oh, you know that that's why Spider Man is so, is so great is because you can say I am like Spider Man. A lot of people can identify with that. You get into the cosmic stuff, and the human equivalents are few and far between. And once you start Putting in these giant space gods who whose lives are, you know, a day is a million years to them. You kind of are blinking a bit like, okay, so what's their purpose here? Oh, their purpose is like part of this grand experiment. Okay, this is too much. I need it to simple down a little bit. I need to bring it down to a point where I can care. Bring in one or two of these people and you might get me caring. You bring in a whole host of them. Don't you mean a fourth host? Get it? I, I get, get it. Why do yeah. I keep coming yeah. on the show? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> no, but but no, it is a um. This I think this is a jumping off point. Why it took me um until I was in my twenties to uh, start liking Cosmic Marvel uh, <laughs> because it is one of those things with like again, like I can talk to you about Kang. Mm-hmm. And I can talk about all the time travel. I can talk about alternate Earths, even. Um, but as soon as you put, like, cosmic stuff in it, unless it's, like, planetary scale or, like, ship-based, like, mm-hmm. it does it does become too much. Yeah. Um, and I know, oh, you're talking about, like, time travel? I can at least, like, you know, be like, Oh, they went back in time and this changed and this changed and like this is what they kept whatever. Like, you know, it's it's crossing off stuff yeah. basically. But but like uh Guardians, uh the Dan Abbott mm-hmm. uh Guardians got me into it. Um, got me into some of the stuff, but like I'm still at the point where like I'm just like, I mean, I don't really like I like Galactus a lot. Like Galactus is cool. I like yeah. Galactus. Well Galactus yeah, but- is like I said, you got one interesting character. Okay, I'm good dealing with that. But then once you start layering them on too much, it starts getting a little much. Yeah, and and like these are like basically omnipotent and space gods. And, and they feel very interchangeable. They feel very I mean, you you're like, oh, this is the one that's got like a coffee handle for the side of the head. That's nice. I don't know what they do. I don't know what they are because they don't talk, they don't interact. They're they're least they're less interesting than the watchers. Yeah, and like I also like. I'm gl- I'm kind of glad Iwatu is gone, and now we just have like, we have like right now we have the uh, the un the unseen. I'm not sure. I haven't I haven't run across those yet. The unseen. Well, basically, it's uh, it's just Nick Fury with yeah. one of the Watcher's eyes, and he's chained to the moon, blue of the moon, and he's just like he speaks like Nick Fury, but also like the Watcher at the same time. It's real good. They brought back What If for like four issues two of them bad do not read the exc men it's very bad um but uh the the what if flash thompson was spider-man is really good um but they brought him back for like a little bit and i'm just like this is cool why don't we do more of this and they didn't do anymore but i love i love the watcher as nick fury just up there just like you know yeah love the like you know it's it's cool. I don't know. It's so, but yeah, but but yeah. It's just I don't even want to talk. This is just the this is so. This celestial was the one that was trapped inside a Diablo mountain. Okay, 
wow, cool. Like, like that's it. All right. And then the deviants and then the Eternals come up. Also, you, one of the reasons why I don't like the uh, Eternals so much is because the Celestials made them because they're just like, I don't know, there's a bunch of gods over there. Why don't we make something and beat up the gods? <laughs> like, and they did. And they made and they made them so weak that they don't like teleporting because it hurts their tummies. I hate that fact so much. <laughs> like I get stomach aches on a regular basis that I don't I still do things. Maybe you're an eternal. Maybe, I don't know. I wish I'm not. Like, I wish I wouldn't be. Like, I don't want to be like a dumb. I don't want my story. I don't never want my story to be, well, some people thought he was this. Some people thought they were that. Like, that's the Eternals. It's just like, someone thought they were like Zeus. And that's it. That's all their story is. <laughs> like, I hate them so much. And I hate that we got an Eternals movie before we got a Runaways movie. I hate it. <laughs> we had a Runaways TV show, though. Oh, we did. I just, I wanted more. Also, sure. I think they did a really good job at making Molly uh, Hispanic. Not only because I have game in the, you know, skin in the game. Like, literally, because... I like Hispanic representation for some reason. By the way, I'm Hispanic. You didn't need to bury the lead there. We, we gotcha. Yeah. We gotcha. Yeah, but I think they did a really good job at that because guess what? Molly's great. I love her. Yeah. Uh, she's um, my favorite. Me. No, no, see, the thing is, my, it's a tie between Boom Boom and Molly. That'd be my favorite mutant. I do love them both. Boom Boom's good. Boom Boom's good. Boom Boom's. But Molly's like so good. Molly's like really good. Kind of funny. Um, I, just, I just reread an old Nimbians annual Boom Boom story that was uh, drawn by John Bogdanov and written by his wife, Judy Bogdanov. It's the one where she's got the case of the cuties. Oh, man, I love Boom Boom so much. She's iconic. Yeah. Like, I forgot. I forgot how good this was. And it's a really good story. So, yeah, no, it's so. But um, but yeah, to get bring it back, like, 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 for example, like I think honestly, some of the worst X Men stories is when Hey Claremont decided to take it to space. Like you know, like stuff like that. Uh, I I could disagree with you on that because he, he made it interesting. I I can see I can see why people don't like it, but it it's enough of the space thing for me. I don't like his I don't really like his writing style. So kind of like you know, like I'm just like I mean I do think it was a good idea for him to send one of the worst villains in the world, Xavier, to. To bly up to his children that he was having like a lot of lustful thoughts after um to basically make out with his base bird girlfriend for a long time you know that was good that was a good idea you know like you know the further away you get anyone from xavier the better you're going to be almost every single time i be- yeah i'm not gonna <laughs> deny it i'm not gonna deny <laughs> it there's a reason why even though again I'm gonna. I say this a lot. You know when Bendis went in and ruined a story, uh, but when Bendis did uh, with a new X Men, all new, all different X Men, and like he was just like, what if we just like get all the the kids and then not have them raised by Xavier? And, that was a good idea, and it was a great idea. Now, now that being said, you know it's bad forcefully outing someone. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> So he ruined that decision real quick, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> but at the same time, I think it made Iceman a very a, a better character. It made him a better character, yes. But again, you don't have to forcefully out someone. No, no. I, I and but the, the but the thing is, I 
I kind of like that. I still like that story because it, it brought the conversation about forcefully outing somebody. Do it. Don't, don't do, do it to it. a character. No, no, like. no, don't do don't, it. Don't, don't, don't do it at all. But also don't do it to a character I like. Yeah, yeah. Due to a character I don't like, like, if you went back in time and was just like, hey, you forcefully outed Northstar, like, maybe while he was a terrorist for the Quebecois Secretist uh, terrorist group, you know, maybe when he forcefully out him then, mm-hmm. because then I maybe you'd tell me anything about that time in his life. I'm so upset that we just got one sentence about that in any of the, <laughs> the books. <laughs> I like how we I like how we do anything we possibly can not to talk about Celestials. He cheated at the Olympics using his powers. I'm just saying there's a leap. Sometimes there's a leap in these books, and I need like a sentence more. I I just I just am amazed because you're you you kill sit here and talk like Alpha Flight made wise choices in the comic books and, and how they presented things. They never did. And that's why we read it. <laughs> As a person who also likes dudes, um, I think it's very good that we got representation for boring white gays in a story in stories it's really great i just want them to be anything else like anything else would be good i'm sorry i'm sorry we we don't we do not need any more stories about white men whether they're gay or not we just don't need any more stories about white men okay i guess we'll end it so what do you want to what do you want to plug well i have my own personal celestial that i work with on a regular basis and his name is jeff and we do a little show together called Unpacking the Power of Power Pack, which I may have mentioned a couple of times. We, on our show, talk about Power Pack, the most underrated comic from the 80s. And you can find us on our podcast, Unpacking the Power of Power Pack. I also do a little show called Monthly Monday Movie Muckabout on the Longbox Crusade Network. And that is a fun little show where I invite somebody on to watch a movie they've never seen before, and then we talk about it after they've seen it. It's a good time, and you can find it over at the Longbox Crusade Network. <laughs> uh, but how about you? What awesome other things do you do for the world? Well, I will say that I do uh, another podcast called uh, Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids in somewhat lurid ways. Um, I do a lot of actual research for it, and I write and, and stuff, and uh, I have a I host it with my friend Fiona. We we're both babies and we both get horny about monsters. So, you know, if you want to you know, it's, it's a really, it's like the, the more I think about it, it's a really niche show, but I, you know, I think people like it, you know, it's fun, but, but yeah. Um, so if you want to support me, you go to at alphabet flight, uh, well, alphabet flight dot. If you want to support me monetarily, you can go to, patreon.com slash alphabet flight um and for the you know for like five bucks you can you know keep my cat fed with expensive cat food or you can like you know make it to where i can buy better food as well i, I don't know i I, pro- I i feed my cat better food than i eat i'm gonna be real honest uh, but uh i have but i also have a, a twitter and instagram called at alphabet flight on both which uh, you can look at pictures of the people we're talking about, um, as long with like covers and some other relevant images and whatnot. And uh, yeah, this has been Alphabet Flight, and may Contra protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.